With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Matt, it's a Monday in Pittsburgh. The Steelers, uh, we're actually... A beautiful Monday. We are a week, essentially a week into the new league year. Yeah. Free the legal tampering, tampering period started a week ago today. Right, absolutely. Uh, everything became official then on Wednesday. So, I mean... People are acting like, oh my God, this, you know, everything's set and this. Right, right, there's right. going to be a lot of changes between now and the draft. And a lot and of changes the, between now and opening day. And now and opening day. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, that was, I, I wrote a piece over the weekend on DKPittsburghSports.com, and, and of course, a lot of people freaking out. Uh, you know, the Stephen Nelson news, the Juju mm-hmm. signing, all yeah. that stuff. Oh my God, what are the Steelers doing? You know, this is, this, they're, they're tearing this defense apart, blah, blah, blah. They don't have to line up and play for six more months. No, they got a long time. I mean, there's going to be a lot of bargains between now and then in free agency. I mean, the first wave has gone. Uh, I think pretty much every signing you see around the league from this point on is going to be very team-friendly. Right. Um, they're set up pretty well in the draft, as we show time and time again. We walk away with a pretty good load for the draft. And, again, yeah, and then you know, you're going to develop some of these guys. And some of the dudes on the team, Justin Lane maybe, for example, is going to get better. You know, some He's allowed might, to get better, <laughs> yes. Some people might get better, That is right. allowed to happen. Yeah. I, I delved into that a little bit. Uh, you know, the, when when the Smith-Schuster contract was announced, we were yeah. on the air. Yeah, right. Um, and, and then the Nelson news came down. Well, everybody looked at it and said, well, it's, Juju got $8 million and Nelson saves $8 million, so therefore it's a trade-off. The trade-off. Who would you rather have, Nelson or Juju? I it really isn't because okay. Juju cost $1.6 million against the cap this year. Right, They're right. clearing more cap space for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, there's something else coming here that, that you know. They're not done. No. And they no, made two signings done. over the weekend, two more. They they also announced the, you know. A couple, I like these moves. Yeah. Uh, they they uh, came to terms with Miles Killebrew, mm-hmm. who's a, a, a safety slash linebacker from the Lions, played at Southern Utah, big big hitter. And uh, offensive tackle Joe Haig from the Buccaneers, who was the guy who dropped the touchdown pass in the, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, you might remember that, the, the big guy. But he's a guy with starting experience at tackle and guard. Let's start with him, because I knew about him, but of course after the Steelers signed yeah. him, I did more research on both those players. Haig, I don't know what he weighs now, I'm curious, but he was 295 at his combine, and that was like five years ago. Right. He's not going to, we had Zach Banner on last week, they're not going to look exactly the same. Right. You know, they're going to be different body types. Um, but he tested very well, and you see that on the field. He's a really good athlete. I, I went back and, and looked where all his snaps have come from in his pro football focus background. A lot of guard. Certainly has third tackle potential and experience. 
and a lot of snaps as as in the Super Bowl as that extra tight extra end. Extra tight end because and of his athleticism. Because he's yeah yeah. I mean, so I expect him to see the field. Not just in at, case of injury. At the very least, you've upgraded that third tackle spot without right. without waiting to the draft to do do so. And we talk about this all the time with Kevin Colbert. I mean, now if they don't draft a tackle or they not know a how high pick, they, they know how have to. they have three NFL tackles. Like now three NFL tackles, yeah. right? And this guy can play guard, and he's going to play on game. I mean, he's going to be he could wind up being some way, some way, fashion or form uh, one of your top five, Good. or he's at the very least in your top seven. Depending on how yeah. who you drafted, you yeah. hope is better than all of them. You, right. you know, I mean, you yeah. hope you draft, I mean, there's you know, a, there's that potential Webster, for that. You know, right? Um, same so I thing, like that a lot. Yeah, same thing. When, when you look at the Killebrew signing, he helps you first of all. He, he improves your depth at linebacker. Right. He pushes Marcus Allen at the very least. We were texting over the weekend, and yeah. you said one of us says better version of Marcus Allen. Yeah, I mean, this guy's one. He's one of the the leaders in special teams tackles over the last like mm-hmm. four years. I mean, he's he's like third in the league in special teams. Steelers tackles. have a history of grabbing those guys with a lot of special teams tackles or developing. Them, uh, you know? I had somebody poo poo that. Oh, they just signed a special teams guy. I said, first of all, you, you have fifty three players on your roster. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you have to have these kind of guys on your roster unless you want to see T.J. Watt running down and covering kicks. <laughs> well, you no question. See, I looked at it as initially I'm like, oh, good special team signing, danger field. And then you look more into it. Yeah. He's more than that. Yeah. Because I think he can get you out of the game. Like last year he would have played some he would have on the field a lot. Yes. Probably ahead of Spain, Ahead of Sp- definitely Ultra ahead of Allen when, when and, and Gilbert. Allen, yeah. Right, exactly. Is he your dime linebacker? He might Potentially, be. yeah. I mean, if you don't get a guy in the draft, I mean, would it be him and Bush out there on third and nine, maybe? You know, I yeah. mean, he can play some safety to get you out of a game in a danger field-like manner. And special teams are the key, obviously. If he wasn't a good special teamer, he wouldn't be employed. He wouldn't be in the league, yeah. Right. But he does more than that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he is an NFL player. Yeah. He, and, and he's got middle-of-the-field yeah. coverage and speed. You know? These are not flashy moves. No, but they're valuable. But they're valuable players. Both guys kill a couple birds. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, again, you, you check off a couple of those boxes mm-hmm. going, in, going into the draft. Well, now all of a sudden, his offensive tackle – I mean, if the, if the opportunity presents itself to take a, a, a top offensive tackle – If Rashawn okay. Slater's there, they're going to take him. Yeah. But if, if, Christian Derrissaw is there, they're going to take him. Right. But, but now you don't, don't have, have to. to now now right, you don't right. have to – oh, my God, there, there's five tackles off the board. We better take the sixth one. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to do that now. Right. You've and got sure NFL can... players at that position. Right, without question. And – Killebrew's an NFL player, too, but I still think the linebacker need is yes. isn't gone because no. of him. You he's, know, a like de- he's a depth piece. He's that, a depth yeah. piece. He's kind of a breaking case of emergency on the defense type of guy. Yeah. But he's played a lot of defensive snaps out there, too. Yeah, I mean, you he's, know? you know, and, and there are – the league is changing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, we noted that when we, we did our triple take with on the linebackers. Um, you look at the linebackers in this draft, and they come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. But one thing that you don't see, the thumpers. Um, no. I mean, Vince Williams coming out now. Those those not, those guys but... just, I mean, they're all of a sudden now fifth-round draft picks, if they're drafted at all. Mm-hmm. You yeah. want these kind of players, these 6'2", 225-pound guys. With that, safety backgrounds. Yeah. And, yeah they can run and cover. I mean, he, he, I think he was like a four six five guy at the combine. Yeah, which it's, is plenty fast yeah, enough. Over 220 yeah. pounds. You know I mean? Right. If you look at it through a linebacker's perspective, that's pretty fast. 
you look at it through a safety perspective, oh, he's a little too slow. Well, he's not going to be playing deep middle. Yeah. Again, <laughs> this this is how the league has changed to where, you know, 10, 15 years ago, those guys would be, well, he's a tweener, mm-hmm. and that's a bad thing. It used to be a, a massive negative. Now everybody wants the tweeners. Mm-hmm. I mean, is he going to take on double-team blocks in the hole? No. No, but that's okay. I mean, that's not what the position's asked to do Athletically, right now. he is right there. He's, just, he's he's the same athlete as Mark Barron was. Yeah, but cheaper. But cheaper. But cheaper. That's the beauty. And he doesn't of, have right. Barron's experience. No, but right. Barron was a first, first round pick. He was a first round pick. Yeah. Right. Um, I would say he's not a direct replacement for Vince, but it shows where the position's going. Yeah. That one's gone and one's here. See, I you think Spillane I mean? is the replacement for Vince. Yeah. And, and when they when they made that move and, and decided to release Vince, the the feedback was, well, you know, Spillane's awful in coverage. Did you? St- Vince wasn't great in coverage. Two years ago, they tried to replace Vince in the in the base defense. They mm-hmm. didn't want Vince Williams playing in the base. Right, right, right. That happened last year because you know the the Baron experiment didn't work out because you know he just wasn't available enough at practice time to, to mm-hmm. get everything down. So they decided to go. You and know. he was a bit of an investment, so you move on. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, but I, I think. I mean, you, I think ideally you don't want Spillane or Vince in coverage. Right. That's you the know. that's right. the thing. But you'll have Bush back next year. You'll Bush the back. The thing next that you year can't and, have right. is both of the when you have when you have Williams and Spillane on the field together, one of them's going to get stuck covering somebody because yeah. the offensive coordinator on the other team is going to or the quarterback is going to say, "Huh, we got to get somebody matched up on one of those linebackers." You're vulnerable enough when Vince is out there yeah. or Spillane. I mean, they're they're going to get picked on. Now, you know, if Bush goes down again, you at least have one more answer. You've got an athlete. And maybe Gilbert comes along or another draft pick's out of the they're equation, gonna, too. I, I mean, they're going to draft a, a linebacker. I'm sure they point, will, yeah. At some point. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, when you look at what they Marcus Allen's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. And, it's again, he signed a one-year deal. He's not safe at all. No, right. But when you look at what they're what they're going to lose when they get rid of uh, – when Nelson goes. Okay, Nelson mm-hmm. played 88% of the snaps last year. Can I stop you real quick? Yeah. I, I'm sure you don't have this answer. Any chance they mend that fence with Nelson? I kind of thought he'd be traded by the time we got to Monday. There's potential there. I mean, yeah, they, they told me he, – they said, yeah, go ahead and explore the you know trade. Right, right. That doesn't mean he's automatically gone. Right. As I say, it hasn't happened yet. Do you know, Deshaun Watson wants to be traded, too. He, 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 <laughs> that's been going on for two months. He's not going anywhere. Right. Russell he's Wilson put it out and, you know. He's not the only one. Orlando Brown. and Yeah. Right, guys right, guys right. asked to be traded. Guys want out of their situation. That doesn't mean you give them away for seventh-round pick and say thanks. Or just simply right. release them. You, no, you know, right, when right, you right. have other avenues to save cap space. And I said they could still keep him. It's not like he has to go. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, but he played 88% of the snaps last year. Uh, Vince Williams played 65% of the snaps last year. Bud Dupree was at 59% because of the injury. Because of the injury, right. Hilton was at 45%. He missed a few games because of injury. Okay. And Alualu was at 43.5% because he missed a game. But he only missed a game. Yeah, missed a because, game. Because of the injury. So none of those guys were 100% players. Like No, but Nelson's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, we know that. But he, again, this goes back to what, what we always say here. The teams tell you what... They think based on what the moves are. Sure. So this tells me that, A, they want Cam Sutton to be a full-time player. Yes. His snap counts are going to go massively. B, they trust Lane or Pierre or some combination of both. Or at least are pretty intrigued. More likely Lane. He was a third-round pick. He's heading into year three. To be that guy who plays on the outside Mm -hmm. and allows Sutton to kick inside on passing downs. 
I hope. I, I mean, I don't think there's any. I mean, that that's what they're thinking here. Well, they because they couldn't have foreseen this Nelson thing coming, though. I think they were part of the Nelson thing coming. Ah, okay. And I thought they went. I I mean, I'd have no insight on this. I assumed Juju comes to them, says, "I'll play for eight million. They say, "I didn't see that coming. We can't pass that up. That's a gift. We'll do it." Hey, well, I think you see, you call Nelson. He, Nelson tweeted out two days before any of this stuff broke mm-hmm. that, and this is before Juju's ever under even. Consumed, yeah, was it right, right? That you know there, there there was something. It was a cryptic tweet, but it was kind of. I remember him saying something like that. I imagine. I, I think they went to him, and I, again, I don't know this for certain. But hey, we would like to sign you to a long-term extension to get That's that cap number lower too. this year, right? And he looks at that and says, "Well, the cap's going up to 215 million next year. He wants to be a free agent after this year. I'll be 29 years old next year. I can cash in. That's his last chance. That's my last chance to cash in. One, right? I, I'm not going to lock myself in on a long, you know, a, right. a two-year, three-year extension at this number when I think next year the number is going to be much higher. That's what I think happened here. I thought the same thing, but I thought it was because of the juju thing that they didn't see coming, so they went to somebody to make space, but." Yeah, Again, your Juju, Juju cost $1.6 million. Right, right, right. They fit him under the cap. They signed him immediately. And didn't have to move. And didn't have to yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's good so point. those two were not intertwined. It just ha- it just so happened that both broke at the same time, and everybody looked at the numbers as $8 million, eight, eight, eight million yeah. dollar signing, saving $8 million. Right. But they signed Juju. I'd rather Juju. have Nelson than yeah. Juju. Right? They signed Juju immediately because it was $1.6 million. Okay. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But I guess I don't get, though... Why doesn't Nelson just say, I don't want to renegotiate, but I want to be a Steeler this year? And I'll still be a free agent. Well, I think they're looking at, you know, I, I just think that, you know, that I don't know. Whether, yeah. whether they, they said, hey, we want you at this price, and if we can't get you at this price, then maybe we have to release you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so we want you to go ahead and explore. You yeah, know, I mean, extending him obviously gets, gives because them more Because if, if he's released, here's what happens. If, if they say we're going to release you, well, now he's looking at the market and going, "I'm not going to get seven or eight million, eight point two five million this year on the open market." Not at this point. Not not now. Not now. Right. So let me explore a trade and see if I can make that happen to, to lock in my eight point two five million because sure. otherwise I'm not going to. I'm, somebody might try to sign me. I'll be lucky if I make it for three years. That's kind of why I was thinking. I don't know that that fence should be broken. You know, like unless somebody offers the Steelers a nice pick and has cap space. Yeah. I think he could be back. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not ready weekend. to. Right, I, right. I don't know that that happens necessarily because it might be the best move for him, or even he adds a deal or adds a year. Give him a little. I know one thing that's and not it. happening, and people mentioned that I saw this last night that the the Eagles are are looking for corners. And of course they are. They, they could have been for 15 they, years. Yeah, they could potentially make a trade with the Eagles for a, you know a, the Eagles have two fifth round picks. You get one of those fifth round picks, or so it was posed that maybe they'll go get. They'll Zach just Ertz. trade uh, trade straight up for Zach Ertz because their their base contracts are the same. Right. No. I can't. You're not either. paying Zach Ertz eight point two five million dollars. No. Time. No. And it creates no. It doesn't save you anything on the cap. The thing is, and too, he's not worth that money. He's he was a bad player last year. Yeah. He was never a great athlete. We often talk about how tight ends fade away slowly and yeah. they can finesse it and they're smart and all that. And I could see that being his career path because nothing went well in Philly. But he can't block a toilet. But he's not a blocker. He doesn't block a toilet. Everyone just yeah. assumes, oh, he's the inline guy to the Ebron. No, no. He, he isn't at all. Right. That's not what you and want. That, and that's the one thing with him that, you, you know, okay, he's a receiving tight end who can no longer run. 
Oh, no, he can't run. That's a problem. That's a problem, right, right. He's got to be the crafty, sit-down-and-zone guy, you know, yeah, body shielding, that kind of thing. But he can't block. That's great if you're Heath Miller at the end. end, Right. right? That's bad if you're you're not a blocker. Interesting. You know, I look at that. Of the guys that they lost, Mm -hmm. okay, Nelson, if that happens— Dupree was a, played fifty nine percent of the snaps last year. Would have been would have been would have been, been ninety yeah, if yeah, he right. doesn't get hurt, but he did, and they found, and, and they drafted Highsmith to replace him. Who in turn you know a lot more about right. because of that. Uh, Vince Williams two years ago was a thirty percent snap guy. See, that's what I was going to say when you started naming the, the snap counts. Is I think they were probably happy with all those numbers except for Vince. Which is too much. It was too much, too much Vince. It's too yeah. much, right. Yeah, but that was the that was The, the idea is to not play Vince as much. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Um, Hilton played 45% of the snaps. Now, he missed, I believe, four games. Okay. But he. But they like Sutton. But they like Sutton, right. I mean, you know, they, made the, they made that choice. They made that choice. They probably could have had either at the same price, I'm sure. Right around, yeah. Right around. Right I mean, around they the, picked Sutton over Hilton. We because the he's, the more, he's the more valuable player. We've talked yes. about that. The entire time. Alou missed one game and played 43.5% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. Let's not pretend that Tyson... I like Tyson Alou Did sure. a good job here for four years. But let's not pretend that he's some kind of... Something they can't replace. No. like I like Alou more than Wormley. Yeah. I oh, mean, absolutely. we saw last year absolutely. without question. But he's not young. He's, he's, he's thirty. Better. He's going to be thirty-four years old. Right. He's not getting. Did better. you want to tie up a, another two-year deal with a thirty-four-year-old again? Three million dollars. He gets signed for three million dollars a year. He signed a two-year deal, right? Two years, six million dollars. Mm-hmm. If they really, really wanted Tyson Alulu, he would be a Steeler t- right now. True. I assumed a lot of that was if we're going to get into negotiations, you're going to lose against the Jags because they have way more to spend. But they did probably a two million dollar player. Yeah, I mean you that's know, probably where that, they were. That at three at. million is is essentially what the Steelers were paying him every year. They, it was like mm-hmm. you know that that so they could have you know hey Tyson we'll get, we'll just keep extending them with this same contract that you had. I bet they didn't offer him a two year deal either. Probably they not. probably here's yeah. one year of three million or two years of three million. You can yeah. Go back to Jacksonville, and he might get cut in the next off season to save the three absolutely. Million, you know right? Yeah, I mean, so. and they offered a little more guaranteed money up front. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if the Steelers, you know, if it came down to okay, we can, it's going to cost us an extra million for Tyson and Lewis. We can't live without this guy. They would have found a way. Forty-three percent of the snaps. Yeah, I hope Warmly does not play forty-three percent of the snaps. I hope he's around like twenty-five-ish. Yeah, somewhere which in that. still leaves us somebody needed. Yeah, oh, I think I think there's no doubt. Or two, it gets hurt. But, but when you look at the defensive tackle mark, I mean, there are guys. There, there's, there's guys. We, yeah. we as, as you said in the open. The deals that are signed from here on out are going to be team-friendly deals. More so than any other year. And if you look at that defensive tackle position. They're fighting to pick for them. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there are 15, 20 guys on there who are legit starting. They're going to be in the league. You yeah, know, yeah. They're NFL players. That have played a lot of snaps in this league and won't embarrass them. And they don't, have, they don't have a job right now. Do they mm-hmm. want to work? If they want to, if they want to you know, get another year towards their pension, whatever it may sure. be, you got to play. And put some, something good on tape yeah. so you can you know, maybe make a little more next year. So I mean that yeah. they play the, the other part of the equation is they played without every one of those guys for at least a game this year. Good point. Right, right. Those, every one were. of those guys missed at least one game, and most of them multiple games. Nelson only missed week seventeen, though, right? He missed one earlier in the year. Hayden, oh, okay. Hayden was yeah, out. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, Hayden was out earlier in the year. But they saw what it looked like, and they and they and they also got to see, as you mentioned, because Hayden was out. 
both of those young cornerbacks got some playing time they got this some year. Play time, kind of almost like in a, a high tower manner. Yeah. So know, I mean, you, you've seen what it looks like without these guys. That's how Robert, you know, Robert Spillane came got on the field. Right. I mean, unfortunately, you didn't see any preseason snaps of any of those guys. Yeah. So you kind of had to see what roll with them and probably were a little nervous to put them in the first time. I'm sure you were. Yeah, absolutely. Elaine, Elaine, but then you that. saw it and you go, okay, that's not so bad. Right. I can, we can, if that's our 10th or 11th best player on the field because we have Watt and Cam and all these other right. studs, we can win games like that, you know, let alone, or if he's a placeholder or, like we said to open a show, he gets better. <laughs> they're allowed to get better. Yes, they're young players. I I, I wrote about you know that the Steelers obviously think that that Lane or Pierre mostly Lane. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, st- I'm sticking with Lane on this. Is is you know a potential? St- they drafted him in a third round. Right. right you take right. a guy in a third round. You're looking at him as a potential starter down mm-hmm. the road. I'm, I'm sure they had him as Hayden's replacement if everything goes. And there the were guys. There were guys in the draft two years ago leading up in the draft. Justin Lane was a guy that you saw sneak into the end of the first round and saw on some drafts. Oh, yeah. He was a, a brand-name guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was a lot of corners that year. Yeah. He, they got him at a good price. Yeah. Um, so, it's year three. It's mm-hmm. time. Like, you need to find out what this guy can do, and I think they have a pretty good idea what this guy can do. You probably get a better feel for this than me, but I feel like Steeler Nation's already, like, written him off like he's a bust. Absolutely. Because he's allowed some catches in he, the regular season. He didn't play at all in the in the regular base defense or in the, in defense as mm-hmm. a rookie. He played about 118 snaps last year. Yeah, that's a pretty small sample. And size. there are people say, "Well, he can't play." How do you know that? <laughs> right. You have no idea. First off, that position you only see the bad. If you're sitting there right. on the TV drinking Budweisers watching the game, you know I doubt everyone's watching the all 22 and watching you know breaking it snap. down. Yeah. Right. And the end of any preseason. I mean, what if he? What if all of us that do this for a living are talking about what a great game Justin Lane had in week two of the preseason? Everyone's everyone be like, "Wow, I'm excited for that guy." There's Cut also this. There's yeah. also a false narrative out there that somehow Pierre passed him at some point. Yeah, right. During right. the season, that he was in the doghouse or something. What ha- they Pierre played the Browns game ahead of him. Yes, because they stuck with the sides. If you look at it, Hayden went yeah, on the, yeah. Hayden went on the COVID list on a Saturday. Okay. So they had practiced all week long with P- Pierre was Hayden's backup. Mm-hmm. Lane was Nelson's on Nelson's side. Yeah, they almost the way they play corners is almost like tackles. Like you're a backup left tackle, you're not the backup. Especially right for those tackle. outside guys. For those outside guys, yeah. right, right, right. So Saturday Hayden goes on the COVID list and they say, Okay, well we're not gonna change this now. Mm-hmm. Plus it did, they were sitting guys as it was. Right, 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 right. It wasn't a matter of it didn't matter that much. And you didn't, again, you didn't get a preseason. Let's see what we have when James Pierre, let's let him play, Mm -hmm. you know, his 15, 20 snaps, whatever it ended up being. We like Lane. We know what he is. We don't know what Pierre is. He's got more experience than this guy. He's Mm -hmm. at least had a preseason. And I don't know which of the two is better on special teams, but if you have to pick one of the two to be active. Yeah. Well, they're both, they were both going to be active. But that game, they were right. The following week, because they had the playoff game, they had a full week to prepare for that. Mm hmm. Lane got more snaps than they both played. Yes, but Lane, Lane got Lane outsnapped Pierre. So don't tell me that that Pierre somehow passed Lane. That's not right, true. Right, 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 right. No, that makes sense. Now they may be somewhat even. No, they might like both. Or they may, can they like might, both. They yeah, might dislike both at the same level. Right. But they're not. But it, Pierre has not has not suddenly passed Lane somehow. That's mm-hmm. not that's not the reality of the situation. 
And if he does, then maybe Pierre's good too. That's allowed to happen That's as well. That's allowed to happen too. Yeah. Just because the third round pick gets passed, which we, we don't think he did, doesn't mean he stinks. I mean, the other guy. The other guy can fine. be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they might have a fine. So, uh, but yeah, they'll probably I, draft one nonetheless. But I mean, unless I, Nelson comes back again, but, I, I, I to me, I think that the guy that you draft is a slot. I think yeah. you, because you've got outside guys. Yeah. What you don't What you don't have is a Sutton backup in the slot. You don't. I mean, we thought with Nelson a slot was needed, and I, I, that didn't go away. No. I mean, that right. hasn't changed. I don't know if it's needed more than an outside guy or not. Well, I think it, if Nelson goes, I think it is because and – may, and maybe that's part of the reason why Nelson looked this is – I don't want to – like they said, hey, uh, Stephen, uh, you're going to be our backups. We want you to play some slot. Well, I would think – I know he doesn't like to do that. No. I know I that for a fact. They, they might tell him – Sutton is going to start off as a Joe, and then he's going to move the slot. And when we yeah. go to nickel, well, I mean, because we like Sutton that much. Yeah, I, I think that's possible. I yeah. don't think you'd say Nelson, you're going to be the slot, right? If Sutton, or we'd like you. Still. They could say, hey, we'd like you to we, we'd like you to work with Cam in the slot at times. Mm-hmm. We'd like to or, we'd like to see we want to see you line up in the slot and see what that looks like. And he said, I don't want to do that. I mean, they might tell him we don't think you're one of our top two corners. That could happen too. Right, right, right. So I mean, there there are a lot of things there that could happen. That, you know, that mm-hmm. we just don't know. Um, you know, it's not a matter of well, he's just unhappy and he wants to go. No, right, right, right. Yeah. I hate it here and I gotta leave. Or I, I never got that right. sense right, from. Right, I mean, right. he and Joe Hayden are tight. Mm-hmm. They they visit. You know, they're at each other's families' houses every week. Yeah. yeah. The more I thought about it over the weekend, since something hasn't happened already, I'm wondering. I'm not sure he gets a better deal somewhere else. I'm not sure that's a better move for him not to come back at this yeah. cost, become a free agent after the year. But if, if but they were if they were going to move him to the slot and he knows, like early in, in his career. I just can't see them moving him to the slot if Sutton's on the team. But somebody's got to be that backup slot. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about that. They and that, would, that, and that would be him. That would be him. Because you're not taking Minka at a center field to put him in the slot. No. No, he would definitely be the backup slot yeah. if they played today. And so he may have looked at it and said, I don't want to do that. I'm an I'm an outside cornerback. I've been in the slot. I know what that's like, and didn't it, it well didn't go well for me. Mm-mm, no, I can do it, say. but right. it's not where I it's not where I'm the best. And if I'm heading in the free agency next year, I'm not putting those snaps. on And people are saying, "Well, you played slot. You know, you you gave up this amount of catches, and you, you sure pro football focus is going to have a bad grade yeah. on him." Yeah, right. No, you don't want to put those snaps on tape. No, I could see that. I could see him being the backup slot because right now right. I definitely believe he would be. Right. 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 So I, I do think that, that the slot cornerback position, one of those guys, and, man, there's a bunch of them that can – I mean, even Trevor Moeg, Trevor on uh, Moeg oh, yeah, can, yeah. can step in and play the slot for I mean, there's – Depending what you want from that position. Yeah, right. Yeah. Big slots and all those different things. That's a leap of faith that I'm not quite ready to take because I haven't seen enough of them of Lane and Pierre. Yeah. But they are telling you that they don't dislike them. I think guys. they have. They've seen a lot of them. They've seen a lot of them. They yeah. know. And – they have a pretty good idea. Yeah, and we're good at figuring out what they know yeah. by reading the tea leaves. But I wish I knew a little better. That I mean, I I know. Were, I mean, Pierre was a guy to me last year that that flashed during training camp, and oh yeah, yeah. some of it was bad. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, there was a lot of uh, you know Chase Claypool caught this ball over Justin Pierre. Chase Claypool did that to a lot of people in camp Hayden last year. Yeah, everybody else, right? Um, but those guys, I mean, that's that's all part of it as well. Those guys are getting battle tested every day in practice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, hey, go cover Deontay Johnson, go cover Juju, go mm-hmm. cover Chase Claypool, James I mean, Washington, Pierre. All you guys that were there, I mean, always kind of kept kept bringing his name up, kept bringing his name up. And I think people look at him like, oh, he's a nice story, he made the team. Well, he might be better than that. 
yeah. and then just well, he you know stuck around the league for a year or two and made the team. You know, like right. a, I mean, six two corners that can run. Right, he's right, like right. a four four guy. Both those guys have size, yeah. and length. You know, so I mean, that's what you you know when you're Nelson looking doesn't. at. The, no, he does not. He yeah. is you know that's that is what he is. But uh, anyways, we're going to take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You've been listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We want to thank uh, Jacob Reck for keeping us on the air here throughout the show. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Back to the draft. The, the draft. draft. I'm, I'm reading about the draft here. Welcome <laughs> back to the drive. We're going to talk about the drafts. How about that? Might even better. Um, our friend uh, Lance Zierlin. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't know Lance personally. We've traded some texts back and forth. Okay. Um, Him and I used to do a podcast. We, Sigmund Bloom's on the couch. Him and I would be guests together. We did it like 10 times in a row. Finally met him in person at the Combine this past year. But we've known each other quite a bit. Yeah. And his dad was his dad was an offensive line coach for the Steelers. Yeah. yeah, and he was the Browns guy when I was there. Yeah, so, so yeah, he's really good to be honest. With yeah, him. he's, he's, he's good stuff. Based in Houston, but yeah, I'm uh, friends with him on Facebook. Yeah, he's a funny guy too. Uh, so he did it, dropped his latest uh, mock draft. This is 2.0 mock draft 2.0 on NFL.com today. He's pretty dialed in too. He has some takes. Just as a draft analyst, he's not afraid to think outside the box on people, right. and he also has people tell him stuff. Yeah. Like, so okay, so let's uh, roll through his his first round mock draft here. Uh, of course, he has the Jaguars taking Trevor Lawrence. No sure. surprise there. The Jets taking Zach Wilson. I think the draft starts at three at this point. Yeah. At three, he has the Dolphins taking Jamar Chase. Okay. I mean, they just signed Will Fuller, which right. is sort of news. That's a, a wealth there with, with yeah. Parker and you know, and, and I wouldn't object to it. Um, I think Penny Sewell's in play. I think they'll listen to the trades. I mean, I think they could get quite a bit at that for that pick. At four, he has the Panthers trading up. Okay. To take Trey Lance. To take Lance. I could see that. I have some concerns about Fields. I have more concerns about Lance than I do about Fields. See, I feel like Fields' star is starting to grow. And if you're Carolina and you have Bridgewater. I just have a problem with a guy t- taking a guy, the fourth overall pick in the draft. Who has only started one year mm-hmm. in college at a lower level? Yes. I mean, I, he Mitch, has a low completion percentage. Mitch too. Trubisky just, you know, that was the, that was the knock on. Well, he's only been a one year starter, mm-hmm. but he did. He was a one year starter in, in a power conference in, in uh, Division One football. North Carolina, at least, right? Trey Lance, one year starter at, at, at one double A school. I mean, all those things are undeniable. If he were, and, a, if he were a three years, if we had three years of tape on Trey Lance. I'd feel a lot more comfortable. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he might be the first pick in the draft. He though. might Second, be. Yeah, right. Or he I might mean, not this be a first-rounder. You know, if the Carolina Panthers are trading up from 8 to 4, they're giving a lot up to do it. Probably next year's first or – And maybe know, a second, second this year, yeah. Right, right. I mean, 8 to 4, yeah. 
If I'm the Falcons, yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think the Falcons are definitely open for business. Yeah. Without question. Um, especially since, you know, if they're not taking I, – I, I still think the Falcons would rather have fields. Perhaps. I, a couple notes there. They haven't gotten that far down to see yeah, who they yeah, then yeah. take, but – I mean, first off, fields – you're obviously your thoughts are warranted. I mean, he had a low completion percentage. He had games where he threw like 13 passes at North, Car- yeah. North Dakota State, too. Not going to get away with that in the NFL. No, no. I mean, he's going to need to be developed slowly. But I think Fields needs to be developed slowly as well. I think Matt Ryan's going to be Atlanta's quarterback for the next two or three years. Right. His extension, it's like a $48 million cap hit if they move on from him next year. Like, right. I think they're looking at him as Ben two years ago. But I you think know, like, uh, having played in the same division as Taysom Hill mm-hmm. with the Saints, if I'm if – I'm, the Falcons, I look at that and go, we could use Justin Fields like that. Well, they could years. in the meantime. Yeah, 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 yeah We yeah. could find some ways to get him on the field. He's and from some, Georgia, too. And some packages mm-hmm. that help us win games. Right. And get him some exposure. See, if I'm the Falcons, I take Kyle Pitts and just add him to the equation and score 50 points. Because <laughs> there's not a defender to take. I mean, I'd certainly consider trading down. Yeah. But I think a quarterback's coming a year or two from now. Okay, so four, Carolina takes Trey Lance. Trey Lance. At five, the Bengals take Panay Sewell, which would be interesting because they just signed right, Riley right. Ratliff. Right, Riley Reef. Riley Reef, I should right. say. Jonah could play guard. Sure. Reef isn't is an upgrade from what they've played with. He's no he's not a world beater. He's not I mean. a world beater. Yeah. I mean I think they take Sewell if he's there. I think Miami could take Sewell at three though. Yeah. I mean after signing Fuller, they take Chase. And then if I'm Cincy, I would either take Chase and put him with Burrow or take Pitts. Like, I wouldn't take O-line unless it's Sewell. At six, the Eagles take Kyle Pitts. That makes perfect sense. I mean, Goddard's really good, but Pitts is just – I think they'll take a pass catcher. Yeah. Uh, at seven, the Lions take Devontae Smith. See, I don't know what to think of them. I've done a couple mocks, and I think the logical pick is – I like Waddle more than Smith – is take one of the top receivers, whoever it is you like. But is Rick Spielman and knee-biter knee new head coach going to take 170-pound <laughs> receiver? Or are they going to take Micah Parsons or the toughest guy they can find? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know how they think. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's the problem, you know, when you get a new new regime. New like regime that, right. in there. Again, when we're, when we're talking about the Steelers, there's a 20-year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, there's a right. long time, you know. You're like, oh, he don't, they don't want that guy. Yeah. yeah right. I, I mean, I, I could see Detroit just taking – a run-stuffing nose tackle. You know what I mean? Like, just give me big, tough guys. I don't know. At eight, the Falcons, after trading down, take Patrick Sertain. That makes sense, too. I mean, they drafted a corner in the first round last year. They yeah. need more. They need all defensive help they can get. Yeah. That would work out great for them. Pick At nine, the, the, the Broncos then take Justin Fields. See, I would say the Broncos are the team. You always see Broncos at nine, Dallas at ten. Corners. Corner, corner, corner. corner yeah. Well, they don't need corner anymore. They just signed Fuller. Um, who's the other one they brought in? Darby. Yeah. They're done at corner. They're NFL corners. So, yeah. all of a sudden, I think Denver's very much in the quarterback mix. Or maybe they take Micah Parsons or somebody like that. They don't need much all of a sudden. You're going to be surprised where Micah Parsons goes. In this. Really? I did see that. Hmm. Uh, at 10, the Cowboys take Rashawn Slater. I could see. I mean, Jerry really values O-linemen. They, take, they do take O-linemen. They do. Yeah. And I don't know how much Tyron Smith has left. That's the other part of the but equation. But you take him over Sertain? I mean, considering the state of their defense, I mean, Slater's well, a really good player. Sertain wasn't available. Or Farley, Farley. is who I meant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at 11, the Giants take Elijah Vera Tucker. 
I could see that. I mean, all of a sudden they're in pretty decent shape too. Yeah, they don't. The skill guys are off the table. You know, they're they're loaded at skill positions. They could use anything on the O line. Another it's, corner, I think, would be a play for them too, though. At twelve, the Vikings take Christian Derisaw. I could see that. Guards the bigger need, but they'll just move somebody. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, he's right your left there, tackle, right. and you just bump right. the other guy inside. Uh, at thirteen, the Chargers take Jalen Waddle. I had I just did a mock and had them taking Smith. I think Slater would be great, but they've added Filer. They've added yeah. a center who's a massive upgrade. You give him one of those Bama receivers, Mike Williams and Allen. I mean, they're all like properly distanced age wise. They're all different type players. Look out. At 14, the 49ers trade up to get Caleb Farley. They need corners bad. Yeah, yeah they, they do. Actually, that was a trade down. They, the Vikings traded up to get Derisaw. To get Derisaw. To 12. The 49ers go down to 14. I don't see Derisaw being in play at all for the Steelers. I don't either. Yeah. I think he's one of the guys. I was asked that today. We'll get to this. this yeah. Thing. Like, how's he get past Indy? Or, yeah. yeah. At 15, the, the Patriots then take Mac Jones. I mocked there over and over until they signed Cam. What, what do I don't they think want? Cam, at I don't the think position? Cam necessarily stops you from. Oh, I don't think so either. I just think that that signing told me they'd rather have Trey Lance or Fields than the immobile guy. I think they'll they'll take whatever they can get. I mean, they've shown they can adapt. Right. I mean, they'll run the Brady offense with. with they're gonna. Jones. They want to. They want to run the football. Oh yeah, they're gonna have two tight ends. Two tight ends. Fields. Right. They've big they've, line. A big offensive line. They want to run the football. Yeah. Power <laughs> so, back. Right. Yeah, it's not, you know. Oh, I'm, it would make sense. I just don't know what Bill wants from the position at this point. Or maybe he just says, we'll adapt to the quarterback. Yeah. Give me the best guy. At 16, the Cardinals take J.C. Horn. I think they'd love that. That's a big need position yeah. for them. 17, the Raiders take Jeremiah owosu Koromora. I always have a hard time slotting him when I mock He's him. He's tough, yeah. But the Raiders could certainly be in play there. Yeah, I mean, we still haven't seen what the size comes in. And I'm sure he'll be he'll be heavier, I would think. He should be, yeah. For his workout, for his pro day, than anything that he played at during the season. Right. He'd be the perfect guy to go to the combine weighing 218, don't run. Yeah, go then to go to his day, pro run. day, don't, not weigh in, <laughs> and he's 205, and he, runs, got away and in, he runs a 4-4. Right, but then yeah. everyone would just be talking about, well, he was 218 at the combine, and he ran a 4-4 flat on yeah. his track, you know. Uh, he could go there, without question. At 18, the Dolphins take Quiddy Pay. I could see that, too. I mean, he's not going to fall much further than that. I mean, we've had zero edge rushers go. Yeah. And they all have warts, but there are a lot, there's a lot of ability there. At 19, the uh, Washington football teams take Zayvon Collins. Hmm. Boy, that would really complete their defense. They I have mean, corners Ron now Rivera's right. there. Hey, get, my, get me a big – They're right. Who's, who's, I hadn't thought of that angle. I always think they're going to take – Lyman or Mac Jones, maybe even another receiver, even after adding Samuel. But their linebackers are bad. Yeah. I mean, they're starting Bostic right now. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, he's for years had stud in the middle. He has. That's a good point. Yeah, I could see that. 20, the Bears take Gregory Rousseau. Okay. They could they, take anything. They could. They, I would just think it's best offensive guy available, but yeah. that's fine. Uh, Twenty-one. The Colts take Christian Barmore. Wow. I mean, it's not a bad pick. Their their interior D line could use youth. You put him next to Buckner. Can bring him along kind of slow. He's yeah. a little bit of a work in progress. I'm just a little shocked they didn't take 
Mayfield or Jenkins or Eichenberg or you know I'm just and maybe, again I think maybe some teams looking at this going okay if we don't get one of those top three guys mm-hmm. then you wait wait to the second round yeah they signed Xavier Rhodes too but I'm not sure there's a the fourth corner might take a little while to fall 22 the Titans take Greg Newsom well, they just lost to Dory Jackson yeah Titans need a little bit of everything though. a little bit yeah I mean they signed uh, who's the receiver they signed today bad whatever. <laughs> but, but they need more pass catchers. Oh, they signed uh, the, the kid from the Rams, the long, skinny Reynolds. kid. Reynolds. Reynolds, yeah. 23, the Jets take Aziz Ojolari. I like that. That's a nice position for the Jets. Like yeah. They can really take whoever the best player is with that second first-round pick. That Which takes us to 24. Lineman. He is the Steelers taking Travis Etienne. I don't see that, but I think they could very well take it back there. Of course. Yeah, I, I just don't know that he's their top going to be their top. I think no. everybody. Well, he, they were at the Clemson Pro Day and they talked to him. Well, of course they did. Yeah, I'll bet they'll talk to Javante Williams. Alabama's Pro Day is to the first one is today. I bet they're there. I'll bet they're there, and I'll I bet, bet they're, they're talking to Pro Day next yeah, year too. Talking to no, Najee Harris. Uh, I mean, unless it's a massive Canada influence, I just don't think that's what they've had at that position since I was. In the womb. Yeah. Unless, I mean, <laughs> Willie Parker was that kind of guy. Yeah, but they, he was an undrafted free agent. They yeah. got for free. I mean, he fell out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> At 25, the Jaguars take Tevin Jenkins. I can see that. They franchised the left tackle, but what, is he going to be around next year? Yeah. Is he really going to pay him long term? And he can play on the right. Or guard. And he can play on the right. And can, the Taylor kid's been okay. Yeah. He can work, him in, work, he right. can work him in slowly. If he's one of your top five, you play him at guard. One, yeah, another offensive lineman around Lawrence isn't bad. That offense isn't in bad shape right now, though. 26, the Browns take Jalen Phillips. I think they'll take best edge available after a couple of their signings now. Yeah. And there'll be one there. It'll be pay or edge or yeah. away. Again, or they whatever. all have warts. His word is, you know, concussions, injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, 27, the Ravens take Terrace Marshall. Hmm. That's a little early for me for Marshall, considering all the receivers. I'd take Bateman over him. But I bet they want a big-bodied receiver. A big-bodied receiver, yeah. That'll block a little bit and have some toughness. Marshall's not really their type of player, though. He takes He's not the glass eater. At 28, the Saints take Elijah Moore. I like that. I've, I've often mocked uh, Tony to the Saints. At 29, the Packers finally take Micah Parsons. Hmm. I wonder if there's character stuff. That That's what he that. says. Right. Parsons could slip due to character concerns, but his explosiveness, range, and versatility would be hard to pass on mm-hmm. with his high impact potential. The character concerns with Parsons are some off-the-field fights. Is that what they are? I just yeah. keep hearing there's red flags personality-wise. I didn't ever know what he, they he's were. Gotten into, he's gotten into some fights off the field, including one with teammates. Mm-hmm. He's a linebacker. I'm saying the 70s. That's that kind was of a good, the. That was the, a positive call. The, is, is the, the shirt that Greg Lloyd used to wear. I wasn't hired for my disposition. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's not like he was stealing stuff or, you know. Right. He, I mean, the Raiders and Steelers of the 70s would have pushed him up the board for that. Yeah. Being, uh, I, I think, and again, uh, you know, you're looking at stuff that happened to him when he was a 16, 17-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that necessarily, like, you, you do grow up. Yeah, and maybe there's not a lot of people vouching for him. In yeah, the we'll see. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're mad at him at Penn State because he opted out last year. I know you've done some mocks, too, and we mentioned this with uh, the Notre Dame kid, JOK. Those guys are hard to find landing spots for. Yeah. You know, they, they could fall. I mean, there's not a lot of spots that, boy, they need to get a linebacker in round one. How about this one? At 30, he has the Bills taking Tyson Campbell, the cornerback out of Georgia. Mm. I kind of like that. It's a little early. I mean, he's... 
great athlete. We did our triple take over the weekend. I had his teammate Stokes as my number five. Did you? Yeah. I mean, he, we haven't done the corners yet. I, I didn't know that. I have guy of Campbell at five. Yeah. I mean, Stokes a four two guy. Like Campbell's a four three five guy. I know. They're you both know, they're both they're fast. Right. They're both, they're both, both yeah. What are you looking Not for? Not a lot of ball production for Campbell. Yeah. Project. But I guess they can wait. I mean, they can live with their other corners opposite White. I can I can see them taking an edge rusher too. Thirty one, the Chiefs take Landon Dickerson. Well, I bet they'd love that. But they needed more of a tackle than an interior yeah. guy. I, I and the other problem with him, I mean, if they don't resign Ryder, mm-hmm. then center's an immediate need. It is. It is. I mean, he better pass physical. Yeah, Dickerson's physical scare me. Yeah, they're really they good. really His do. His injury history is rough. Yeah. And then thirty two, the Buccaneers take Najee Harris. I can see that. I think I mean, Steeler fans would lose their minds if it went that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which leads me to yeah. you and I both did a, a little. You sent me this over the weekend yesterday, actually, and mm-hmm. said, "Hey, let's do, let's do a little uh, thing with this stacking the Steelers draft. Who would they pick in certain situations? You know, who are their top twenty-four? I should say." Yeah, I just but, did that out of the blue. It was late one night, and I'm like, "I'm going to keep updating this." And we did it differently. You and I haven't had this conversation. Right. Yet. We texted each other, and I said. I looked at it like, you know, I've been in the war rooms and thought, if this goes absolutely wrong, who's the 24th best player on the board if I'm only looking through it from a Steeler perspective? And not put words in your mouth, but you didn't include wide receivers or edge guys. I put one wide receiver in there. I put Chase on the list. Because I was say, I wanted to argue with you. I'm like, I'll take Chase at 24. Right. And, <laughs> and, and, and that was my thinking. That, okay. It, you got four wide receivers. If Chase falls into your lap, you take him. It's not, gonna, too good. it's not going to yeah, happen. Or you're never going to come down that it's, road. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But the other guys, if it comes down to need versus all, oh, he's just I, – I can't believe that the grades will be that much different. See, but to me, I'm taking Waddle over Eichenberg. Well, Eichenberg wasn't on my list. I know. I'm just thinking yeah. of guys that are – if we take them – I mean, the only receivers I had on were the two Alabama guys and Chase. Yeah. I can kind of take or leave Devontae Smith. I mean, I had him pretty high on the list. You have him at 15. 15. Your list was, I'll read these off. Yeah, okay. You had Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, Lance. And these are in order, folks. Yeah. Like, if they're on there, it's easy to snag them. Sewell, Sertain, Farley, Chase, Rashawn Slater, Micah Parsons at 11, mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle at 12, J.C. Horn at 13, Christian Derrissaw at 14, Devontae Smith at 15, Zayvon Collins 16, Najee Harris 17, Javante Williams, 18, Tevin Jenkins, 19, Elijah Vera Tucker, 20, Jeremiah Owosu-Koromora, 21, Travis Etienne, 22, Samuel Cosme, 23, and Greg Newsom, 24. And you hope you don't get to 23 or 24, right. obviously. I mean, there's going to be guys that fall. And you probably won't. You won't. Yeah, I mean, the edge guy's going to go um, maybe Mooring, maybe Barmore. I didn't have Mac Jones in mind. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know what to do with Mac Jones in mind. Mine, mine was a little di- different. I have Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, Lance. Mm-hmm. Pitts at five. I think. Did I not have Pitts on my list? He was at uh, six on yours. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think I took Sewell over him. Yeah, I have Sewell, Sewell at six. Yeah. Uh, Christian Derrissaw at seven. Hmm. Uh, I just think that he's – I have I have Slater at eight. Okay. But I like so uh, Darisaw a little bit better in terms of six, the six. size and yeah. the yeah. Uh, I have Farley at nine, Sertain at ten. Yeah, Parsons interchangeable to yeah. me too. Parsons at eleven, Horn at twelve. If there's character things with Parsons, he's not on the list. But just what you see on tape next to Bush would be really nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Najee Harris at thirteen, 
Zayvon Collins at 14. You had Najee over Javante. Slightly. Ah, Slightly. I didn't see that coming from Slightly. you. Slightly. I looked at your list and didn't notice that. Uh, Javante Williams at 15. Mm-hmm. Tevin Jenkins at 16. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker at 17. Mm-hmm. And I have talked Vera. I mean, I know a lot of the rankings have Vera Tucker rated ahead of those guys. But he used to be a tackle here. Yeah, they need a tackle, you know I mean? not a guard. Right, right. And I'm sure he'd be fine there. But if it was, I don't know, Minnesota, who they just mocked him to, they could use either. That I think is more value than the pure tackle. Yeah. I have Mooring at 18. I saw that one. I wanted to have a little talk with you about that. But our last segment, our last podcast, you mentioned him as a slot. Because I was going to kind of get on. I think you could kind of do some stuff with him. Yeah. That you go, okay, we can we can play around with him and get find ways to get him on the field for 500 snaps as a rookie. He sort of helps your linebacker need a little, you know, big nickel stuff. Yeah. He helps your slot a fair amount. He's a playmaker. I mean, he's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he did, that, that's the. And now all of a sudden you go, okay, do we really need to pick up the Edmonds? Well, you get in a nice option. situation financially yeah. for a while, too. Yeah, because I was going to say, and all of a sudden, you know, why are edge and receivers off the list, but safeties aren't? I just think he's he's a special enough player that you can you'll find ways to get him on the field. Whereas mm-hmm. if you, you know, an edge rusher, well, yeah, not so much. See, I had, I don't think Pay and my edge guys made the top twenty-four. Yeah, they don't. They didn't on mine of, either. I had them ahead of Mooring for the Steelers. They were like my first cuts, but there's not one that I love. Right, that's the other problem. Is mm-hmm. that like I can. See, I think Morig is different is different enough from a lot of the other safeties in this draft mm-hmm. that, that you go, okay, we can find ways to get him on the field. That's... We could play him at the second level. We play him the slot. You know, yeah. No, I, I see that argument. I mean, he's not going to be a stealer. We both know that. Yeah, I don't I mean, think so. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if things go terribly wrong. I mean, they did talk to him, though, this week. Did they? Last week. Yeah. They I'm sure they love this game. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> 19, I had uh, Wosu Koromura. I just didn't know where to put I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how he fits. So I put him in the same place they're right next Generally, to with Moerig, because I think they're both just chess pieces. See, I look. But at, I would rather have Moerig than him than Owusu Koromara. So I was say I think I'd rather have JOK to be my Killebrew. Okay, well that's you that's know, a different. To be my Allen. You know, to be my. Ideally, you'd rather have Zayvon Collins. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had Collins pretty high on the list. But I think you can get other guys in the draft at that position. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That do you don't that. have to use the early pick to yeah. make that happen. I agree. And he's just I don't know what he is. I don't either. Size-wise, you know, is right. it, if he's 215 pounds, I don't know. He might be less than that. He might be less. I mean, maybe not this minute, but in week one, he might be less than that. Right. In week 10, he might be 202. Right. Uh, I have ATN at 20. Yeah. D- Dylan Raddins at uh, 21. Yeah. Cosme at 22. I put Chase in after them. I probably should have put him ahead. who? Jamar Chase. I probably should have put him ahead of, of uh, Raddins and Cosme, but... He's just such a good player. It, it really doesn't He matter. won't be there. It's not going to happen. And that puts uh, Creed Humphrey at 24. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, he's clearly your your top set. I think I, because of the injury issues with mm-hmm. with uh, Dickerson, I think you move him down. Yeah. I, I think Humphrey is We'll very find out safe. more about Yeah. But Dickerson's never finished a season. That's a problem. I know. I mean, I love his tape, but he may be a third-round pick, and the, the league will tell us what they think of him medically. Yeah. I and mean, we'll know what the league, what the, the doctors Yeah, he'll be about. one of those guys that you're sitting there, and he's, well, hey, Dickerson's still available. Dickerson's still available. Right. And it's like, yeah, because he's... Because he's got a red flag. Yeah, because everything else is great. Everything else is great. Yeah. Um, I'm warmed up to, to Myers a little bit from Ohio State. I keep hearing he's going to test really well, too. Um, not that I'd have him ahead of Humphrey. Um, yeah. But I do like Humphrey a lot. Yeah. I, 
I did find out uh, over the weekend, I was looking more in Dylan Raddins. He has some center snapping ability. Mm-hmm. He's lined up there a few times. At North, now it's at North Dakota State. Yeah, right, right. But he snapped the ball in a game. But emergency centers are important. Yeah. You don't want to have, you know, James Harrison doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's uh, th- those lists are, uh, again, a lot of the same guys that were on Zierlein's oh, first, yeah, first yeah, round yeah. mock draft. But you can eliminate some guys there. Again, when we talk to Kevin Colbert in a oh, few weeks, he will he'll sit there and he'll say, "We'll have twenty four guys we're we're comfortable taking it at, at, uh, with the twenty fourth pick." Absolutely. There you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. They, I mean, they're going to have a similar board, but they're going to get the seventeenth guy. Yeah. Now their board may be a little bit different than what ours is. Oh, no, of course. Be you know, there'll different. be character, there'll be injury yeah, stuff. Yeah, they There's know a, more. Than yeah, that, of course. But um, it's you know, I'd be willing to bet that their first round pick is somebody that's on mm-hmm. our two one of our two lists here. Yeah, I agree. Um, quick question for you was again. I was shocked that you had Harris over Williams. The reason I've been leaning that way, go back to what I originally thought, is I just think his upside as a receiver is really strong. I think he's more polished as a receiver right now. And yes. I just like the six-two receiver. He kind of looks like a little tight end out there. Yeah, I mean it's it's a bit There's more. A and again, I had them really close. Yeah, I'm torn. I keep going back. And you forth. know, I, I think I like both players. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the age thing is bothersome. And the workload. But it's a running back, and... They're not here forever. Anyways. I'm not going to, you know, right. I probably won't want to sign him to a second contract. If I do, then Williams, if I'm thinking, okay, this guy could be my running back for the next eight years, mm-hmm. then, okay, Williams is your guy. It's pretty rare, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Harris receiving thing, though, was my tiebreaker. I think he's better as a pass catcher right now. Not Lev Bell, but a big back that can run routes. Yeah. You know, right. Anyways, that's that. So uh, we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. We want to thank Jacob Reck for keeping us on the air throughout the show. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Matt, it is Mock Draft time. Mock Draft Monday. Our favorite time, Mock Draft <laughs> Monday. Uh, we're doing this one this week uh, today on uh, Pro Football Focus using okay. their Mock we Draft. We haven't done that one in a while. Um, the picks of, are in. There we go. Our pick is on the clock here, and we've got a couple of trade offers, but let's list uh, ch- check off some of the guys here who are available. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of these guys were just on the list that we did. Yeah, our top 24, I'm sure. Trayvon Moerig. Gregory Russo, who was not on our list. No, he was not. But J.C. Horn was. Wow. Tevin Jenkins, Elijah Moore, uh, Jalen Phillips, Asante Samuel, Elijah Vera Tucker, Zayvon Collins, mm. uh, Kadarius Tony, Dylan Raddins, Wyatt uh, Davis, Samuel Cosme, Travis A.T. I mean, there's a lot of guys there's here available guys. that were on our list. Let's take a look at the trades. Quick question for you, and I, I think we just answered this when we did our list. You'd take Horn over all the tackles that aren't the top three, right? I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Horn versus Avon Collins would be a nice That's conversation. a conversation, and I you're think right. we both had – I think I had Horn above him. I think we had Horn above him, both mm-hmm. of us, yeah. But, again, that's it's not a huge No, right, here. right, right. You can make an argument both yeah. ways. 
Uh, so the Saints are on the phone. Their next pick is 28, and the Lions uh, with pick 41 are on the phone. Well, we, we want to deal that with the Saints. Like a long way back. There's so many good guys on the board. I'd love to go back to 28. Yeah, we want to th- we want to talk to the Saints here. So they have 28, 60, 98, 105, 133. Uh, the, we could probably 60 off. I might be thrilled. Yeah. So obviously we're going to give up 24. They're going to give up 28. Mm-hmm. Um, we want 60 if we can get it. Yeah. Do we want to try that straight up? They're going to say no. They're going to say no, but we're, we'll offer it. Yeah, okay. They said no. Okay. Okay. We'll give them a fifth. For... Well, let's try Let's try our throwing in our seven. Okay. See if that works. Bingo. Yeah, that was enough. Yeah. Okay. Go figure. Right. Nice having, <laughs> what, three picks in the top 60 there. Absolutely. We got 28 and 60, and yeah. so we'll resume the draft here. A couple of those guys are going to go. The, the picks, uh, they used that pick on Jalen Phillips. Yeah, that makes some sense, I guess. They just lost uh, Hendrickson. Morig went to the uh, Jaguars. That makes that conversation a little easier. J.C. Horn went to the Browns. Hmm. Elijah Moore to the Ravens. Elijah Moore might be a first-round pick. And on 28th, we're back on the clock here. Jenkins still available. Asante Samuel, Elijah Vera Tucker, Zayvon Collins still available. Uh, Dylan Raddins, Samuel Cosme, Alex Leatherway, Travis Atn. See, I think this, if we're true to our boards comes down to Zayvon Collins versus running backs. Yeah. And I think we both I think know. we both had Collins rated ahead of the running backs. I did. Let's but take I a look here. Know. Well, we got a couple ooh, we got a couple more trade offers here. Okay. The Jaguars, who have picked thirty three picks thirty three and forty five, along with sixty five, one oh six, one thirty, are on they want they want this pick. The other team that wants this pick is Seattle. They have pick fifty six. We're not interested in going No, no, one. we can move down a smidge. But if the Jaguars want to offer us 33 for 28, and they have something around 70-ish. How or? about 65 for that other seventh-round draft pick that we have? Oh, we'd do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, let's see if they'll. I think they say no to that. But just they said no. What if we make it a fifth, six? We go up to 216 here instead. Let's see if that gets it done. That got it done. So we got. Okay. We give up 28 and 216. For 33 and 65. That's a great trade. That's a great trade, right. <laughs> a great trade. All right. So now we the other thing that we've done now is we've taken that 50-year option off the board because we, right. thir- we had the first pick of the second round. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So everybody that's that nice we take though. this year is going to get a four-year contract. We no, don't have to, we don't have to worry about the 50-year You can franchise option. them from there, but you don't have to deal with the fifth year. Okay. Okay. So top two guys available, Tevin Jenkins and Zayvon Collins. I would take Collins over I think Jenkins. we take. I think we both had Collins rated ahead of him. My one problem is, and we're, we're being true to our board, but I think we both know deep in the back of our head that pro football focus has the running backs really low, that we know I, – I, I'm almost positive they'll get one in this mock on this software with the Steelers' second-round pick. Right. Which we both think is – I think is cheating. Well, here's the thing. We now have picks 33, 55, 60, 65, and 87. Mm-hmm. If we want to come up and get a guy, we, a could. Guy, we could. At this point, none of the running backs have gone. Right. So, well, let's see what happens. Let's let's take – Collins is still available, right? Yes. Saving. I think that's a pick. All right. Pick is in, saving Collins. Now I expect some of those running backs to go. Yes. Travis Atn just went. We're back up on the clock. Uh, the picks right ahead of us were Greg Newsom at 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melon Fawanu at 52 to the Bears. Landon Dickerson at 53 to the Titans. And Tyson Campbell 
uh, at 54 to the Colts. Okay. So, corners I would have considered in this neighborhood. Yeah. The top guys available right now, Jabril Cox. We don't need him. No, we just focus on the linebacker. Tay Gowan, Liam Eikenberg, Aaron Robinson, Peyton Turner, uh, Javante Williams, Andre Sisco, Ronnie Perkins, Justin Hilliard. Now, I remind you, we've got picks 60 and 65 coming up. Mm -hmm. So... I think we have to take the running back here just so we don't cheat the system a little bit. Yeah, I think I think that they have they have Javante Williams rated fifty eighth overall. Yeah, they had uh, ATM was like thirty four or something like okay. that. Harris is gone. I assume Harris is rated way lower than that. Okay, they don't like him as much as they like the other two. Well, guys. we like Harris better. Let's take Harris. Well, if we're going to do that, then we wait. But that's <laughs> cheating. We don't know that. Sixty seven. Well, then it comes down to you, okay. Do you do you like? We don't get to look at the board of everybody. True enough. You know, if we're sitting in the Steelers' war room and it's 58 and Harris and Williams are there and we both have Harris ahead of them on our board, we take Harris, right? Yeah, okay. All right. We'll take Harrison. We're back up again. It's a nice little neighborhood to be in. Javante Williams still available, I might add. I figured. The picks in between there were Jabril Cox. Good. Peyton Turner. Okay. Harris Ford. Davian Nixon. Hmm. None of those break my heart that no. they're off the board. We do have a couple of trade offers, too. The Falcons with pick 68. I would be thinking O-line or corner here. Get the Falcons on the phone with 68, the Eagles on the phone with 70. So either way, we wouldn't move down a lot or much, and we've got pick 65 coming up between that. Anyway, so the guys available. Tay, uh, Tay Gowan, the cornerback out of UCF. Mm -hmm. Liam Eikenberg. Aaron Robinson, Javante Williams, Andre Sisco, Ronnie Perkins, Justin Hilliard, Marvin Wilson, Joseph Asai. Let me see here. Um, off at the best offensive tackles. Eichenberg, Mayfield, Hudson, Deontay Smith, Robert Hainsey, Robert Jones, Spencer Brown. Eichenberg would be hard for me to pass on. Interior offensive line. Creed Humphrey still available. I was say, I wonder if there's a better center, though. Let's say Creed Humphrey. Yeah, I think you take Creed. He was on my. He was your he was on my guy, list. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, let's just take him. And we're still back up again. Guess what? We're up at sixty-five, and Eichenberg is still on the board. Now you take him too. I think I take him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a pretty deep line now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, after signing Haig and Finney, and you know. now, now we're back up at eighty-seven again here, and I think you're looking corner, I would interior so. defensive line. I think those are your two. Those are definitely the target spots. So let me call. Corners and interior defensive linemen. And interior defensive line. And I don't you think got any of them that I love, though. Uh, Togi I at 70 uh, is there. Okay. Shakir Brown. Pursuita doesn't even like him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Benjamin St. Juiced. Okay. Rashad Wild Goose. That's a name I've seen recently. I have, that, too. It's a hard one to forget, too. Yeah. Don't love him. Trey Brown, available. That's not bad. Kelvin Joseph, available. Hmm. Good player. Rodarius Williams, Ambry Thomas, Sean Wade, uh, Jay Tefele, Bobby Brown, Trill Williams, Marlon Tui. Uh, You're going to take our boy Trey Brown? And Kerry Vincent. Uh, yeah, we can take Trey Vincent's Brown. Vincent's a good pick, too. Yeah. But uh, let's take Trey Brown. I like Brown the corner right. here, though. Yeah. He's bigger. He, he actually came in. They, they li everything listed him at five nine. He's almost five. He's five ten or five nine and three quarters. Hmm, okay. So he's I almost. See that. He's almost five ten. Yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. one hundred eighty five pounds. So he's I a mean, little. He's, he's a lot bigger than Hilton. And yeah. Jim. All right, we're back up again here at pick one twenty eight. 
The Bengals are on the phone. We don't deal with you, Cincinnati. Get out of here. Yeah, you should know better. All right, the top guys available. Deontay Smith. Interesting. But He's a talented guy. He is. Yeah. I mean, but then you're keeping five tackles on yeah, the Yeah, you need right. center tackle you don't need. Rodarius Williams, Pete Werner, Baron Browning. Again, that's... We took one in the first round, That's right. where that, that, that inside linebacker depth is just... It is nice. Wow. Uh, I mean, I guess that's an argument for not taking Collins yeah. in the first round. Uh, to Fele, and maybe that's why he drops a little bit, because there mm-hmm. are so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobby Brown, Trill Williams, Richard LeConte, Robert Jones, Spencer Brown. Those first two D-tackles you mentioned are interesting to me. Um, um, to Fele and uh, yeah. the A&M dude, Brown. I mean, here is where we get into that situation where you're at 128. What do you feel like you need? Mm-hmm. Um, D-line to me really stands defensive out. Defensive line. But t- if you have an edge, that's interesting. Potentially tight end and an edge. Yeah. And we yeah, got yeah. Th- we got three picks left. Mm-hmm. You got, we got 128, we got 140, and 245. Okay. What do you think you're going to get or what's going to be available? Because you're probably going to have all those guys rated. Sure. In the real world, you probably have – one or two more veterans signed, and that's more yeah. clear. So I'm going to um, call up the defensive interior, the tight ends, and the edge and see what we got here. Tight end, defensive interior, edge. And you're looking at Tefele out of USC. That's pretty interesting to me. I don't think we've ever drafted him. I don't think we have either. No. He's a good player. Bobby Brown. I, he's one of my faves. Chris, Chris Rumpf. Okay. Hunter Long, Hunter Long, Patrick Johnson, Jalen Twyman, Milton Williams. I bet some people would love to add Twyman. Oh, I get a lot of questions about yeah. it. Yeah, what about Twyman? Why don't they draft Twyman? I mean, I would um, hate it, but Milton Williams is available. Yeah, there. that's exciting. Uh, Kobe Whiteside out of Missouri. Darius. When's our next pick? We have uh, we have this is one twenty eight. We have another pick at one forty. There was like four D tackles there. I kind of liked. I think there's one tight end. I was left. Saying, I think I take I take long. Yeah. Instead of to make a decision between the D tackles, we'll probably get one sooner. Let's take Hunter Long. Okay, Hunter Long is the pick. And we are back up. The defensive interior. So now we're down to defensive interior and edge. And the guys available. Bobby Brown, Chris Rumpf, Patrick Johnson, Jalen Twyman, Twyman, I should say, Milton Williams. Let's take one of those three. Brown would be my pick, um, but I'm not standing on the table for him. Milton Williams is intriguing. Yeah, there's a lot to work I mean, with he's, there. He's a super athlete for people who don't know. You could bring him along sort of slowly. He's not nose-ish at all. But I don't think I don't know that I don't know that Twyman or Brown are though either. I think Brown's closer. Brown's probably the closest yeah. thing to that. But does he give you what you want? I like the, the upside of Williams. Coach him up. Learn from Cam and company. We could punt on this, and the Jets are on the phone. They want they got one pick. They got pick one forty six, and they want to make a trade. What number are we at now? We're at one forty. Yeah, punt on it. Get a future pick. Okay. Uh, they're offering. Well, they got one forty six and one fifty four. One eighty six. We've got 140 and 245. Let's get rid of 245. If we can get rid of 245 and get 146 and 186? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, without question. And they accepted it. I think they'd say yes to that problem. And we'll resume the draft here. So, okay, so the picks then after that. They moved up to take Jonathan Adams, Mm. wide receiver out of uh, – actually out of – 
Nevada. I don't know that. Nevada or somewhere. Okay. Uh, Kerry Vincent went. Mm, KJ sense. Stevenson, Jalen Twyman, Chuba Hubbard, Trill Williams, and we are back up again. Bobby Brown is still sitting there. And so is uh, Williams. So right. is Williams. Your call. I really like Williams. Yeah, right. Let's <laughs> I don't have to question his motor. No, like, no. I mean, he may even help on special teams. Right. No, I, I like him. Let's take him. And we got another pick coming up. We can get our edge now at 186. That's not a bad spot to be at. No, not at all. So the picks are rolling off here. We're almost up to the spot. And that, yeah, that 180, that, that's the second pick of round two. What do you mean? The pick 186 was the second selection in round, two, in round six, I should say. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. Uh, okay, we're back up here with the edge. Let's see what we got. Jonathan Cooper out of Ohio State. That'd be fine. Uh, Duma KJ out of uh, Duke, Teron Jackson out of uh, Coastal Carolina, Raymond Johnson out of uh, Georgia Southern. Yeah. Uh, William Bradley King out of Baylor. That one's probably my pick of those. You want that? Yeah, let's yeah, do let's, it. Let's do it. it. All right. Polished, uh, polished edge rusher. Would you be in the market for a veteran there too? Uh, yeah, but I think you can get those guys. Yeah, I think you, you can know, find them. Just a body that, hey, you're going to line up and play 10 snaps. After draft. Yeah. Chickalo or better type. Yeah. <coughs> Let's see what kind of grade they gave us. Oh, yeah. I forgot they do grades. They do grades. Uh, we get some criticism on Twitter. You guys trade down too much. And it probably is a little unrealistic. You know, they're not going to have four trade downs in the, yeah. the course of their draft. But live with it. But we learn more names that way. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, more, right, yeah. right. All right, so our trade in the first our first trade, uh, getting twenty eight and sixty for twenty four and two fifty four, got a, a B. Okay, they really don't give A's, right? Yeah, the only way you get an A is if you take a quarterback. Take a quarterback. Uh, our trade of thirty three and sixty five for twenty eight and two sixteen was a I B. Like that. We stole that one. Yeah, uh, Zayvon Collins was a, Z, a C plus. Okay. Najee Harris C plus. Mm. Creed Humphrey C plus. I guess they're not tackles and quarterbacks in highly expensive positions. Liam Eikenberg was a C plus. Hmm. Trey Brown. Well, I take those top four. Trey Brown was a B plus. How about that? Hunter Long a B plus. He could last that long. I mean, it, there's been ch times where people are like, yeah, "No way, Hunter Long lasts that long." I mean, he's not a superstar. No, I he's, mean, he's, he's you know, a solid number two tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Milton Williams was a C plus. Nice. The trade we made were uh, the, with the Jets was a B minus. That was a great trade. Yeah, William Bradley King was a C plus. Yeah. Overall, our grade was a B. Hmm. Seemed like we got a lot of C's there, but fair yeah. enough. Final results are uh, the leaderboard. They they rank everybody's draft. Um, we ranked according to them twenty fifth on the draft. Come on, I would gladly take that. I would trade every Steeler pick that they own right now for those players. For exactly what we got. Yeah, yeah. no question. But if you look at this, they get the teams that they gave. They gave eight A's. Jacksonville, Jack the Jets, up. the Falcons, the Panthers, the Patriots, the Dolphins. They're all quarterback needs. They all teams. they're all teams that took quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's just the way their their grades <laughs> work. That's fine. I don't know. I would take it doesn't, that. I mean, if, I guess taking we could we probably get an A if we take Kellen Mond in the sixth round or whatever you know something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Steve, you know, nice Shane Bouchel. Right. 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 I guess that's just the way their software works. And I, I can understand the argument of, 
hey, don't pay up for centers and linebackers and running backs. You know, get corners and tackles and whatnot. That's but, fine, but if you don't have one. <laughs> but it just depends on the team needs. Right, yeah. Right? You can't just look at the thing. This doesn't happen in a vacuum. Right. If you can give me Najee Harris in the 50 neighborhood, I'm going to take him every day. Yeah. I mean, I might take him at 24. I, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, again, I was torn when I put that list together. Last night, okay, I I love Javante Williams, love him. Yeah. Uh, which one would I take if if both are available at twenty four, and the rest of those guys are gone? Mm-hmm. Well, I probably That's how that works, I probably it? take Harris. I again, I know what Harris is more mm-hmm. what he is. I, I've seen him. While I do believe that Williams can handle that kind of workload. Oh, I do too. He I hasn't. He just hasn't done it. Hasn't done it to this quite to the same degree. Um, not quite as good as accomplished receiver. I mean, I need a guy right now. Not that Williams is a project, but I need a dude that I can carry the, that might be rookie of the year, and I need to carry the ball a lot. You know, yeah. <laughs> I want this guy to rack up fourteen hundred total. And he's done that. You know? yeah. yeah, and he's done that. Yeah, he did it this year. Uh, whereas with Williams, it's you know, I, I think he can do it. I'm I'm pretty mm-hmm. damn sure he can do it. You'd love to have him, but I just haven't seen him do it yet. That's right. The, right that's right. the only question. So, you know. I, Six one, I, I would be more than happy with either one of those guys, without question. Yeah, and ideally, if you could get a little sweetener on a trade back and land either one, is great. But it, it, I mean, again, I don't know how realistic that is, but boy, they both would be really good Steelers. Yeah, I think so. And I, I, I mean, I, I, I've warmed up. I mean, I know when, when the, the whole process started, um, people were asking, you know, what about what about uh, Zayvon Collins? Mm-hmm. Would you take? And I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't know if that's a right. Well, but they've filled a few more needs since then. It, it kind and of is the roster a roster doesn't look as desperate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he would be a nice addition. There's no question about it. Um, I, I still am not 100% sure that they can afford that luxury because I, I do think job number one has to be get this running game going. But, boy, he fits what they need. And when we mock it up, the other positions are pretty available on day two. Yeah, that's I mean, the, good that's the other thing that you know. I and I, I actually wrote a, a piece up on that little Pratt th- thing that we did today. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, you know I, I put the list together. I might as well put it out on the on the yeah, website. Well, you did the job. Um, and that's one of the things that I explained there. Like some, you know, if you look at some of the the experts out there, may have some of these guys rated higher than where. Yeah, sure, I, yeah, know, absolutely. The running backs, for example. Right. Right. But you have to balance in. You have to factor in. Okay, what kind of depth is there at this position? Can I get a linebacker, for example, later than Zayvon Collins? Nice which I can. Tackle, center, linebacker. The day two options look pretty darn solid for the style that That's they want the other, their yeah. positions too. And we've been saying that all along about that that position in particular. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you can get get those guys. Um, like, I wish I liked. Sermon better, or you know, one of those round three backs, and maybe I'm wrong on them. Maybe I need to watch him in particular a little bit more. Um, because ideally, I don't love using a first round pick on running backs, but you sent me something this weekend too. If you look at the thousand yard rushers, and I forget how many years you were referencing, it but goes back to two, uh, 2000. To 2000, yeah, I mean, a high percentage or high picks, which isn't totally unexpected. But there's a misnomer that, oh, we'll just pick up Priest Holmes as an undrafted free agent and put him in the Hall of Fame. Here are the stats, and this this was done by 4for4.com before we have to go here. Okay, since 2000, a running back has rushed for over 1,000 yards in a season, 311 times. 311 times, okay. The breakdown on that, 
Guys taken in round one have done it 142 times. That's like half, a little less. Guys taken in round two have done it 63 times. Okay. So of the of the 311, 66% of those have come first in the first two rounds. Yeah. 66%. That's two right, out of every right, three. Right. Add in the round three guys, another 44. Wow. Now you're up to 80%. Yeah, it's pretty much. 80% of the, of the thousand yard seasons have come from guys taken in the first three rounds. Wow. 15 in round four, eight in round five, seven in round six, eight in round seven, and 24 undrafted guys. Okay. And undrafted's a big pool. And that's not just guys who've done That's time. That's times it has happened. Sure. Like Frank Gore counts many times. Yeah. Robinson this year is one of those 24 that. Right, right, right. Okay. You did it once. Those undrafted guys did it once. Mm -hmm. Are they consistently doing it over and over and over again? Probably not. I mean, that's a 20-year stretch, and if you bring – how many undrafted guys do they bring to camp? 20? It's about 30, actually. 30, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's, there's a lot more of those than seventh-round picks in the league. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that number should be kind of high, but that doesn't mean you can you can get one or you will get it just, one. Uh, to me, it shows that it's you – know, when you take – 80% of the 1,000-yard of the seasons have come from guys taken in the first three rounds. Yeah. Tells me you don't. Yeah, you can get guys in those later rounds that can do it, mm -hmm. but a can they, they do it, on it? Can they do it year after year? Right, right, right. History shows that that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. They're not the. And B, yeah, it might happen once, but oh, that yeah. doesn't mean you've solved your running back problem. Good point. Good point. I mean, you you got a guy who who had a good season. There's a reason why mm -hmm. they. Or Played 16 games and didn't get hurt and yeah. didn't much competition. They, they've that never, year. again, that, like that was kind of when I started looking at the Javante Williams thing. I'm like, okay, that tells me that, that yeah, you, you can have a guy that, hey, first first time he's ever gotten 250, 300 carries in his career, he has a 1,000-yard season. Can he do it again? Yeah. Can, and everyone can he handle he that workload? Right. I mean, there is that bell cow mentality that the – the Peytons and Emmets and those guys have when everyone knows and you're closing out games yeah. and that's a little different. I'm getting it 20 times a game every week. Mm -hmm. 17, the Lord of 17 games now instead of 16. Right, good point too. Right, and hopefully playoffs and yeah. all those things. You do know Harris has done it. We need to talk a little bit. We I know we talked about it a little bit um, a couple months ago when they go to 17 games. You need to does your why does your running back room maybe you, keep an extra guy? You or, better right. keep more running right. backs available. They, they take a beating. You're right. I mean, maybe you, you use a, a committee mentality a little bit more, too. But if you really want Snell to play 10% of snaps, you play him 15. You yeah. know what I mean? Or whatever. You know, just a little you bit just more have to that. be a little more judicious with mm -hmm. it because – Take that extra series. You know, you, you don't, you know, a guy averages 20 carries a game for 17, for 17 games. It's 340 yeah. touches or 340 carries. That's, that's, a lot of the work that's way too yeah, much. That's way too much. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So, anyways, that's going to do it uh, for this show. But I thought that that graphic was interesting. I, it was nice of them. That, again, that was off of four for four uh, dot com. Uh, it's a fantasy football site, but they put out some good. Yeah, but numbers. they're on top of that stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, but uh, for my partner Matt Williamson, for Jacob Brecht here on site keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs>